It takes stamina and grit to withstand the anguish and degradation of rejection, but also it takes some conviction that your writing matters and that one day, somehow, you will find your reader, and your reader will find you. Marsha DeSantis. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 82. Today, I wanted to share five things I learned from getting professional feedback on my novel, work in progress story that I've been talking about for the last two years. Now this episode is going to be kind of similar to my episode about what I learned from working with a professional editor, which I put up at the end of February if you're curious to hear more about that perspective, since I will be referencing that episode a good bit throughout this one. But this experience was very different and overall a lot more positive. It was also the same piece of writing. However, this time it was much smaller. I believe it was the first, um, I think, five to ten pages of your story. And when I worked with the editor, it was the entire manuscript. So um, this was actually right around the time I submitted my uh, manuscript to the editor. I also entered this writing competition and... It was like a writing competition and critique opportunity. Um, I did not win the competition, but I received feedback from three anonymous professionals. And I'm not going to say um, what organization this was through or what contest or anything, just for privacy reasons, because I want to be transparent with my feedback. But overall, the experience was really, really helpful. And I have five key takeaways that I'm going to outline in this novel, and maybe some of these things can help you too. So number one, I have major formatting issues with my manuscript. It's not really uh, grammar issues, but it's a lot of um, mechanical issues with the submission and just the setup of the novel that I was not really aware of. And the editor did point these things out to me as well and I definitely know it's a problem for me and it's definitely my biggest takeaway from these experiences and something that I'm going to work on moving forward and I never realized like how much of an issue these things were. I guess you know when you're having like thousands of people submitting their manuscripts to an agent even if your idea is good and strong and well presented these like formatting things can totally derail you. So one of the big ones for me was white space. They said my manuscript had a lot of white space, like the spacing was not right. Um, And there was too many like one liners, too many one lines of dialogue, which I did for emphasis because I, I don't know, for me as a reader, I kind of like that, but I get that it's a no, no, and it's a little bit too unprofessional and apparently it's taking away from my story. So I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm also going to include more dialogue tags and um, just have better formatting for my dialogue, which is, again, something that I was not aware of. I was pretty much rated low on this across the board from every person that critiqued my work. One of the critiquers told me to read the book Self-Editing for Fiction Writers. So I think I'm going to get my hands on a copy of that um, and read through it. I also am thinking about maybe um, like watching a YouTube video or something. Um, I don't know if there are any good ones out there on just kind of how to better set up your manuscript. I think for me it really makes sense that I'm having these problems because I'm more of like self-taught and kind of going with my gut and I really focus on storytelling whenever I write. Um, I don't have 
a writing background. I have a finance background. I write in, I work in the financial services industry and I know a lot of inside tips and tricks about finance because I went to college for it. I went to like a lot of different seminars and networking events throughout college and I know tips on how to be successful in the finance industry such as you do not wear a pink shirt, not even a pale pink shirt to an interview. In fact, you don't even wear a gray suit or a navy suit. You want to wear a black suit with a white top. And that to me is kind of like what this issue is for my story. Like I don't think it's something that should make or break me as a writer just as not wearing the right color shirt to an interview shouldn't make or break you as a candidate. However, it's an industry standard that I need to adhere to. And I think one of the most attractive things to me about the writing industry as a whole is that it's so different from finance. It's like, to me, I'm like giving myself permission to break all the rules because I can't break all the rules in my day job or in other areas of my life. Like I'm not gonna be breaking the rules with fitness because I know that won't get me the desired results. But because I see writing as such a creative endeavor, I give myself more permission to break the rules in this industry than I do in others. And I've got to stop doing that because it is holding me back and I need to learn the rules better. So I'm going to maybe buy this book, maybe um, watch some YouTube videos. Um, I feel like podcasts aren't really conducive for this. I feel like I need a more visual medium because I do listen to a lot of uh, writing podcasts. I listen to um, Helping Writers Become Authors. I love that one. It's really good. I listen to Writing Excuses. Um, and I listen to a couple like one-off other episodes, other podcast episodes. And um, so I feel like I do, I am like always trying to learn the craft. I feel like I'm, I'm usually whenever I gravitate towards podcasts, I'm looking for like writing tips as far as like plot and character goes or even like marketing tips for my stories. But I'm not really looking at mechanics, which I think is also different from grammar. But this is just a tip that I've learned and maybe if you are getting lots of rejection slips from agents or you know you're getting an initial bite people are picking you up in a pitch contest but you're not hearing that follow-up request back it might be the formatting of your novel because agents see that as a liability is something they have to spend a lot of time on to fix and there's other candidates maybe with equally good ideas as you and their script is formatted a lot better so they're going to go with that one and not yours so this is definitely something to be aware of number two a lot of people liked the topic and said it was catchy and could be published with work on these formatting issues this was so encouraging to me the editor that i worked with i don't think liked the topic and that's okay um you know topics are not for everyone um, everyone reads in different genres i have a tendency to I think be more diverse with the genres I read. I kind of read everything, but a lot of the people I know in real life are not like that. Like my mom would read romance or women's fiction, but she wouldn't read dystopia. One of my best friends, Katie, she reads more um, sci-fi, fantasy, adventure type novels. She wouldn't be caught dead reading romance. I have another friend that pretty much exclusively reads Christian romance books. So I feel like in today's society, where there are so many different options available, you just have to be cognizant that your work may not be everyone's cup of tea, which is hard to hear and take because I am a questioner, a doubter, and whenever someone doesn't like my work, I think there's something wrong with it. And the fact is, it just might not be 
someone's preferred genre to read in. So this was really encouraging to me that they thought my story had market potential. There was one judge that didn't seem um, to think my story was maybe as strong as the other two said. Um, this one judge said that um, some of it was comedic and wanted more substance within the book, which I think is fair. Um, I think it's fair to want more substance, but I did hope that, you know, by the end of the novel, there would be some substance there because I, as the writer, I know what the theme is and I know what I'm trying to get across um, in my story. But I think writing is so challenging because when you're doing these submissions, your whole piece is judged on, you know, the first few pages of your novel. And again, I think my story is more of a lighthearted novel. Um, so, you know, it's not going to be as substantial as Where the Crawdads Sing or a, a book like that. But overall, I was really encouraged by the positive reaction to the topic and the marketability of it. And it kind of made me question things in another way because um, I did a whole episode on my trip to California and kind of all the traveling that I've been doing and taking a break from writing. And um, after coming back from that trip, I really wanted to focus on another one of my stories that I had written about 30,000 words to. And I wanted to put that story in the front seat and just go for it and kind of forget about this one, or at least put it on the back burner for a while. But now that I got this feedback, I'm kind of like itching to get back into this story. And I was really encouraged by people finding it like a hot topic and potentially being marketable. So now I'm like, Ugh, I think I need to pick this story up again and give it another go. But it's just so hard to just put yourself through all of these revisions. And there's just so much that goes into a novel and it seems like it will never be done. And you're just working and working and working on it. And I just, I don't know, maybe I should give myself like another three or four months to work on it and revise it then go from there but it's just it's tough but I was happy with that feedback. This brings me to point number three. I did get some uh, mixed feedback on the protagonist. Someone really liked it. They thought it was a really good unreliable POV character and again I was encouraged by that. I was like yes like that is what I want. I want like a standout character that is not goody two-shoes. It's not things aren't always you know, we're not perfectly rooting for this character. They could be a little bit complicated. So um, that made me really happy. Um, someone else commented that they liked the character overall. That also made me happy. I love a likable character. Um, this person also commented that uh, the piece feels energetic, distinctive, and engaging. And I thought that was really good feedback. Um, but there was another person that said that the character was kind of giving them a bit of a contrast. They said that the character was presented first as a smart marketing expert and then a giggling teen. Um, they said no more giggling over ice cream, which I thought was an interesting comment. I think those kinds of things are always interesting from reviews. And to me, I think that tells me I need to make sure this character is being more consistent and um, more vulnerable and putting more of the backstory of the character um, right up there, right up front, and like letting people know why this character is important and more than a giggling teen. But I do find it kind of odd that people sort of take certain sentences or scenes out of your manuscript so seriously. And I find this to be true in like a lot of literary circles or even just book reviewers on blogs and YouTube and podcasts. Um, because 
I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I'm in my mid, I'm in my mid 20s now. I, I guess I could be in my late 20s in August because I'll be 27, but, and this story is about a younger 20 something. But like, I don't know. I mean, I still giggle over ice cream. I mean, I really don't. I don't like ice cream, but I, I mean, I giggle. I act silly. I think, you know, everyone can be silly. I don't think it's like reflective of if you're a good marketer or a YouTuber. I just don't see why that's a consistency issue necessarily. But, you know, maybe it is, and maybe I need to make the character seem more grown up and um, less childlike. I don't know. But um, I think that's, you know, kind of something that I find bizarre about feedback and how, like, seriously some of the things about your character can be taken. It kind of reminds me of the Taylor Swift song, London Boy, how people said that there's no possible way you could go to all these places in, in London in one day. And it's just like, it's just a song for the vibes. So I don't know. But um, someone also said that the world seems bizarre in how to create empathy for this character, which to me, um, I think if you're putting your life, your life online all day and you're putting yourself out there, like it would be very, very easy for me to see the empathy for the character and how that situation could make you vulnerable, but maybe perhaps to an older person, it's not that evident. So I think I need to really just dig deep into the character's inner world and spruce up who they are and find their motivation and pull it out and put it in these first few sentences, which I think that could be a hard task, but it also couldn't be. I think it just depends. And I think I need to at least try that as a part of my revision process. So my takeaway for this point is make sure your character's inner motivations and a little bit of their backstory is revealed through those first few pages because once again I think I was just more focusing on plot and kind of just setting up the story but I need to make sure my character is vulnerable right off the bat. Number four, I got um, a comment about there being shorter paragraphs and needing more description but they did acknowledge that the story was fast-paced and had solid pacing, which I was proud of myself for that because that is why I tend to keep things shorter. I don't think you need superfluous details. I think you as a reader can imagine a little bit. Um, so I appreciated that they kind of acknowledged that the pacing was good. But that is something that I mentioned this about working with my profession the professional editor again, is that I think because I was focusing so much on plot, I was like losing the more literary approach I had in the past, the approach where I used more figurative language and more description in favor of plot and pacing. So I think I need to bring that stuff back in and know how to kind of incorporate them both, which again, I think is really, really challenging, but definitely something I'm going to be working on. Number five, overall, I think the experience was really encouraging and the feedback was a lot more positive than what I received from the editor. I get that it was, you know, shorter, um, amount of work that they were seeing so I think the feedback was going to be more detailed in nature. Um, I still have a long way to go on my journey of becoming a professional writer. I still need to do a lot of work but I think this was encouraging and it was kind of like oh I shouldn't stop. I should pick this up again and work a little bit harder because I do have the potential to writing to writing a marketable book even if it is a book I self-publish you know maybe there will be some people out there that actually want to read it. I don't know. Or even if no one reads it, maybe at least it's going to be a decent book that is going to help me on my journey of being a writer. So 
I was really satisfied with the feedback. I thought it was positive yet constructive and I think it's going to really help me move forward. The professional editing experience was really discouraging. It kind of made me want to give up on writing um, and I thought this piece really had no future after that but this was really positive and I would have to say to you please get multiple streams of feedback before you give up on a project because I really do think that genre matters to people and you know there may be like things that you are not thinking of that are very obvious to other people such as my formatting issues and just there are so many different things that go into writing and so many different things that can hold you back but you might have the meat of what it takes you just need a little bit of fine tuning so that's what I learned from this experience. I thought it was really, really helpful. Um, you know, always look for contests that you can enter, um, any way you can get feedback, whether it's through writing friends or in a more professional setting. I think it is really, really worth it. I definitely learned a ton from this experience. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.